If you have a solar system on your house and the grid goes down, you don't keep producing power. They net meter and they shut you down so that as you come back on to protect the, you know, if line workers are working on your distribution line in your neighborhood, they don't want power getting fed back that could possibly hurt someone, which I get, but you should also, you know, and if you, nowadays, if you have battery, if you have generator, you're able to sort of figure it out and keep your system on. But if you purchase a lot of extra equipment, but if people lose power and they have distributed generation, you don't end up being able to stay powered on because the utility shuts you off. We are here to try to explain to you what it is we do here. The solar industry in the US employs more people than Google, Apple, Facebook, and Twitter combined. valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? Welcome into the Green Insider Podcast, powered by eRenewable. I am your host, Fred Davis, and this is episode number 60 of the program, and we're glad to have you on board as we welcome an old friend of the program, Mr. Ben Parvey, CEO of Blue Sky Power, joining us, talking about their latest development, the Ohm Grid. Yes, that's right, the Ohm Grid, where they will allow folks to legitimately be off the grid in any scenario where they will be getting their power manufactured right in their own backyard. And so we're excited to talk to Ben Parvey about that, somebody who's always on the cutting edge of all things renewable energy. So uh, we'll talk to him here in just a second. But before we do that, let's welcome to the program Mr. Mike Niemer, CEO and founder of eRenewable, telling you a little bit about what we do here at eRenewable. Hi, Mike Niemer here, CEO of eRenewable. At eRenewable, we bring technology to the sustainability space by hosting real-time online auctions for both PPAs and VPPAs. Our electronic management tool helps streamline the RP process, whether you are a buyer or a seller of wind, solar, or battery storage, our platform will provide pricing efficiencies to your organization. Additionally, we help customers with microgrid or battery storage development, renewable natural gas by turning waste energy, LED lighting and HVAC efficiency upgrades, unbundled RECs, and provide energy advisory services to our customers. Please visit our website at erenew.net or call us at 1-866-ERENEW-1. As always, thank you for listening to The Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Mike Niemer. You can learn more about eRenewable over at erenew.net. Give us a follow over at our LinkedIn page, eRenewable and The Green Insider Podcast. And then, of course, you can always follow us on LinkedIn as well as over at Twitter, erenew2020, at Mike underscore Niemer, or at the Freddie D. So without further ado, let's welcome to the program Mr. Ben Parby, CEO of Blue Sky Power, talking about his company's latest development that is sure to take the renewable energy industry by storm, the Ohm grid system, allowing folks to legitimately be off the grid once and for all. So here is Mr. Ben Parvey. The big thing we're doing here that's the most important, and probably talk about this a few more times while we're talking about OwnGrid, is customer experience. I mean, the the point of this, in large part, is that just the utilities is just are just it's an antiquated business model that doesn't have the capacity to serve people in the modern era. So, you know, not only is the technology of the grid archaic, so is the business model of the utilities that don't don't serve customers properly. So. You know, our goal is to be the number one JD Power ranked energy company known for exceptional customer experience, 
community empowerment and energy independence. So first and foremost, you know, OMGRID certainly solves a technical problem of power outages. And we do have a, a guarantee, a one minute guarantee that if you lose power for more than a minute, you get a week's free power. Utilities don't guarantee you power or uptime. And they also don't guarantee you that anyone's going to be nice to you or care about you. Now, look, they do a great job of serving Americans and keeping the power on and, you know, grateful for everything that, you know, the line workers do to, to put their life at risk, but they don't need to do that. I mean, the lines serve very little purpose nowadays when you can produce power locally, you don't need transmission and distribution lines, which is sort of a whole nother set of issues, you know, related to, you know, the, the health and, and life risks of, of transmission and distribution lines. But when you really asked what, you know, what messaging is working, uh, you know, and the reason I raised this is because it's based on the exceptional customer experience. So, you know, we've taken the customers in mind in every single thing that we've come up with. So what we found is the messaging that resonates with people relates to, you know, one, we have a sort of a saying of love your energy. We've tested that and that's been one of the, the best performers as well as having an alternative to the utilities and keeping keeping the lights on or have have been big drivers which which messages and in and words in which way make sense but love your energy said was testing well as well as having a, a utility alternative and resiliency i mean keeping the lights on is is really important to people chad hagan our marketing director creative director is really much more the expert on this than I am. He tells us what the results are and, you know, got to give him all the credit for coming up with the messaging and, and figuring out what resonates with our customers. And Chad's targeting specific areas, you know, like zip codes in New Jersey, where there are the most power outages and the worst rated utilities. We start rolling out specific messaging and targeted campaigns in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Delaware, Maryland, you know, as our initial, our initial targets. So like right now, it's just sort of digital advertising, just testing out different messaging. And so we're about to start you know, using the messaging that works the most and then targeting into those areas. You know, it's interesting. When we first started this business, everyone wanted to talk about sustainability and what they could do to go green. People used to say all the time in the, you know, 2008 to like 15 or so. People still say it a little bit. It was a real tag word and everyone wanted to do it. And we did tons of projects, you know, from solar and microgrids and cogeneration. Everyone takes a long time to do those. We were dealing with governments and institutions and the complexities of those projects. But honestly, one of the biggest hangups in those projects was the utility interconnection. And, you know, the regulations would change regularly and the, you know, the boards of public utilities and public utility commissions took into account, you know, the utilities first and foremost, not necessarily the customers and the utilities willingness to put more renewables on their distribution system. And if you want to do a, if you have a solar and, and, you know, everyone knows this in Texas who had a solar system, if you have a solar system on your house and the grid goes down, you don't keep producing power. They net meter and they shut you down so that as you come back on to protect the, you know, if line workers are working on your distribution line in your neighborhood, they don't want power getting fed back that could possibly hurt someone, which I get. But you should also, you know, and if you nowadays, if you have battery, if you have generator, you're able to sort of figure it out and keep your system on, but if you purchase a lot of extra equipment. But if people lose power and they have distributed generation, you don't end up being able to stay powered on because the utility shuts you off. 
So, I mean, in advancing more renewables, which you know has been a definite stated goal of the federal government and most state governments, um, the utilities control how you do it, when you do it, and your ability to produce power on site. So utilities have been great partners in advancing a lot of our projects, but it is totally antiquated and they don't have the capacity to both keep the lights on, which is definitely admirable, as well as um, you know, implement more renewables. And some do. I mean, some, some utilities are, are trying their absolute hardest, but I mean, I've been at this for 15 years now and we've seen only nominal change. Um, they're, not, they're just not advancing it at a pace that, that's fast enough to meet the market demand. So if you look at the wholesale grid powered projects, I mean, more and more renewables are coming in line online for, you know, massive grid tied solar and wind projects. But when, the, when a tree hits the distribution line in your neighborhood, you don't have any of that power, whether it's green power, brown power, nuclear power. You know, we haven't solved yet for the distribution and transmission system. You know, like in watching New Orleans, uh, sorry, New Orleans last week, um, you know, the eight transmission lines coming into New Orleans went down. I mean, and you drive down the highway and you see these, you know, ancient steel towers that are like the last thing left from the industrial revolution. I mean, at this point, most, you know, most factories have been turned into, you know, luxury lofts or bulldozed or whatever. I mean, there's just, you know, there's, there's, there's not much left in America from the industrial revolution other than transmission lines. Tell us a little bit about OhmGrid, but just a little bit about starting it and where it's at now, 18 months later, and what you're seeing in light of world events, weather events, and, and kind of what the early, early reception's been thus far. Yeah, I mean, the early reception is is definitely been incredibly exciting. I mean, it's just, it's a, you know, a lot of people we talk to, um, you know, taking taking potential customers first, which customers are first and foremost always thank goodness why you know why haven't you know why haven't we been able to do this it's like you you have been able to do it just no one brought it to you i mean everyone's not everyone lots of people are out there pitching you know solar power purchase agreements again the utility goes out that goes out um people haven't really looked for a customer focused business model you know a lot of the solar ppa providers or even generator providers i mean everyone's trying to make money and energy and solve a problem for the customers which is you know resiliency and sustainability but we have yet to have really found a business model that's completely customer focused and some of the utilities are are say they're customer focused but it's just too hard with all that infrastructure and you know this antiquated business model to truly serve customers first um, just because their job is too hard, the number of distractions to deal with when you're, you know, stringing lines up on wood poles, strip trees. Uh, I mean, it, it's too hard to keep up with. Um, so starting from scratch and saying, you know, let's create a, you know, the utility for the modern era uh, allows you to start with a blank slate. And so the reception has been incredibly positive. So customers have said, oh, you know, thank goodness you really, you can, you can do all this. It's like, yeah, it's much easier when you don't have the confines of the current utility model, you know, telling you what you can do on interconnection and what type of system you can install. Um, 
that really solar battery storage and generators have reached a point of commercialization that you're able to take people totally off grid and uh, provide them with an exceptional customer experience. And really, I uh, got to give some credit to the Aussies after the, the fires, the bushfires in Australia that took out a bunch of their electric grid, a bunch of people in Australia started going off grid. And so we started following some of the off grid forums in Australia. And then we went to our you know, industrial engineers who do all our, our you know, microgrid and solar and cogen projects. And started saying, well, can you go off grid? Like, well, sure. And sort of giving examples of, you know, the TWA hotel outside of JFK airport, totally off grid, not connected to the grid at all. Um, you know, some apartment buildings that were built in the eighties in New York city, uh, Con Ed didn't have enough capacity. So one of our engineers worked on some of these projects that are totally off grid. Um, and as our eyes became open to the fact that you can be totally off grid, we said, well, Hey, we can create you know, exceptional customer experience and start, you know, the utility for the modern era. Um, and we started floating it by customers who thought it was fascinating. And then as we started talking to, you know, from investment bankers to attorneys to energy industry professionals, the feedback was really positive. You know, we had to do a lot of like, you know, check, you know, or we believe in our own bullshit here. Like, is this really truly possible? And why isn't it already done? And, you know, energy industry folks, engineers, lawyers on the regulatory frameworks, it's possible we kept seeing the roadblocks fall to the wayside. And so the feedback from both, you know, customers as well as professionals and industry folks is now's the perfect time to do this. I mean, right now is the perfect time to do this with, with all of the storms, with all of the power outages, with the cost, you know, coming down of solar and battery storage and, and generators, it's the perfect time. For the typical homeowner that lives out in the country, wants to be off grid. What is involved with that? We've referred to as you know the easy button for energy. You know, really, they just you just fill out some basic information. You know, which is all done digitally, and then we're able we design the system, and they go ahead and do their their pre order. Let us you know give deposit like two hundred and fifty dollars get you in the queue, we design the system and then upload the agreements. And then, you know, we, we have our customer service superstar reach out with the install dates and our contractors come out and do the install. So it's not complicated. And then you just get your bill from us instead of when we call the utility to tell them to remove the meter and we go live and, and do commissioning, then you're on from that point forward and you just, you know, pay your, your monthly own grid bill instead of your utility bill. And that Umgrid bill, are they getting their power uh, from solar and battery combined? How are they getting their power? Yeah, from, from solar and battery combined. So, you know, solar's operating, you know, also additional solar capacity charges the battery. The battery's available at night and, you know, batteries can last up to three to four days. Um, if for some reason there's any issue with battery, we also have backup generators. So we have belts and suspenders so people are, aren't without power. This is kind of, in a way, you know, cutting the cord from the electric company in a way. Completely. I mean, it's absolutely cutting the cord. It's very much like like cable industry. I mean, being able to, you know, pick what you want. And then, yeah, there's sort of like the, you know, the fight for content. Um, 
you know, we're trying to roll in as much value add to this as possible so that, you know, it really makes sense. And, and, you know, we will be partnering with home automation and smart home, as well as, you know, alarm systems and, and efficiency. I mean, you want to power the most efficient home possible. So, um, you know, it's not just your power. There's a lot about having, you know, a, a home off grid that, that can also be improved upon if you want. But uh, yeah, I mean, similar to cutting the cord with the, the cable companies. You know, interestingly, we started reading, our goal, I told you, is to be the number one JD power ranked energy company. You know, we don't want to be the, the biggest. Uh, we're, not, we're not trying to go, you know, national immediately. Um, our goal is to serve our customers in a way that allow us to be the number one JD power ranked energy company. And we did a lot of research on this. One of our advisory board members about two, two or three years ago said in our old model, you know, ESAs and microgrids, he's like, you know, JD Power ranks utilities. Why don't you just go after the 10 worst, you know, go into the 10 worst territories and, you know, offer, you know, your development services there. And I was like, that's a good idea. So we, we just started educating ourselves on JD Power. And so JD Power ranks, you know, for everything from insurance to bank products to automobiles, which most people know it for, but they rank utilities and they also rank cable companies. And surprisingly here, you know, Comcast is, is big and everywhere based 20 minutes away in Philadelphia. Um, Comcast is ranked higher than almost every single electric utility. People whine about the cable companies, but in customer satisfaction, the utilities are one of the absolutely worst ranked sectors. You know, I mean, most of them don't go over a ranking of 700. What's the scale for JD Power typically? Yeah, it's a, a, a thousand point scale. Okay. Some of the most beloved companies and, and brands are in the, the 800s. Very few get up to much past 800. But, you know, a company that's, that serves pretty well is usually in the you know, mid to high 700s. Um, most utilities don't go over 700. And I think I, I, my number is going to be off a little bit, but I think I think Comcast or, is right around like 700 or so, or 7, 720, 730. And most utilities are, are nowhere near that. How appealing is that to folks so that, you know, for folks that want to be off the grid, you don't have to be out in BFE to do it. And you guys are bringing that capability to the suburbs, the towns, and wherever else you need to be outside of, you know, rural areas. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the way that you just described. I mean, we started out, we were talking some about, you know, copper phone lines compared to VoIP and your cell phones. Um, it's just changing the infrastructure. I mean, it's not, it's not some, it's not like, you know, you're getting a tiny house and living in the middle of nowhere and, you know, you're, you're getting off the grid. Um, it's just that your utility doesn't have to be, you know, grid supplied power coming from, uh, you know, the, the distribution lines strung up on strip trees, they call, you know, telephone poles or electric poles. Um, and the transmission lines, it's just you produce your power locally, uh, just like you take your cell phone wherever, <laughs> wherever you need it. It's just a different way of doing things. You know, you just your infrastructure hey, set up differently. The um, ohm grid customer, do they own or lease the equipment that's going to be on their house? How does that work for the customer? Yeah, neither. They don't own or lease. Um, you know, we own the equipment. They just pay their their monthly electric bill. Got it. Got it. And so it, I'm assuming it's going to run typically like they're you, the number they're used to paying, but now they have the resiliency to guarantee they're going to be online. Yeah. 
resiliency and sustainability, peace of mind and exceptional customer experience. I mean, just to name to name a few. Um, you know, it's it, it makes it so that they pay about the same as before, if not less. So our goal is to get this to be substantially less. And so that's part of the reason we're rolling this out with economies of scale instead of targeting, you know, a couple hundred customers, we're targeting many thousands of customers because the faster that we can scale, the faster we can bring costs down. So it's not just, you know, paying about what you were paying before or a little less, but it's paying substantially less. And, and we should be able to get there within a couple of years. Since you're in uh, doing a lot of this in the Northeast, many of those are deregulated states and they're used to having to go out and get new contracts every 12 months, 24 months or whatever. Is that a, does the pricing mechanism similar to that, that they sign a contract for a set price for 24 months on the term or how does that work? Yeah, so their, their price is fixed each year. They pay their utility bill, which goes up and down and up and down and fluctuates constantly based on market conditions. These don't. I mean, you, you get what your electric bill is and you pay that amount every single month. So for budgetary certainty for a family, it's a lot easier to know that your electric bill every month is like, you know, $300 or $200 or whatever, you know, you usually pay. Um, instead of these, you know, electric bills that go from 180 to 500 in the summer. And, um, you know, some people get, get absolutely slammed. A bunch of people in our area are talking about, you know, who are in Atlantic City electric territory. Um, you know, they're getting these outrageous bills that they've never seen anything like that before. The folks in Texas, they, they got, you know, a few thousand dollar bills when, when prices spike during the outages. So, um, budgetary certainty is a big part of it. Easy billing, you know, most people don't know what a kilowatt hour is and, and that you're getting billed for, you know, distribution and supply and demand and, you know, societal benefits charges and, you know, grid modernization projects. And you have a list of five, you know, five to 10 different charges on your electric bill that no one knows what they are. And you're getting charged, right. you know, point zero 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 five nine seven three two. I mean, they, you know, 10 decimal points. I mean, we deal in dollars and cents on an electric bill. How on earth are things going out to the, you know, to the millionth place? How are you going out six and seven digits and trying to tell people that you multiply that times, you know, 6,000 and then you take, you know, the, I mean, these formulas, I don't even know what they're talking about. I've been in this business for 13 years and I have customers who get electric bills. I'm talking from military bases, you know, from, from our armed men and women, there's a military base in JCPNL territory where I've looked at their bills and none of us, energy professionals, you know, base business folks who've looked at them for years, can't figure out how JCPNL is charging them these amounts. And there's you know, one fixed amount they put in there, it just says fixed amount and it changes each month and no one knows how it's calculated. I mean, it just, so anyway, we're getting rid of all that. You just pay your electric bill. It's a fixed price. Yeah. You know at the beginning of the year what it is each year. And there's no contract. Just like you don't sign, you know, a, a long term, you just sign a, a you know a short service agreement that will will serve your power, that you're not going to mess with any of the equipment and will be your utility provider from you know here on out. And if you don't like it, you know, you can cancel and go back to the utility. Is your home uh is it set up for home grid? Yeah, so we have we have the generator on, and we'll be doing the solar and battery storage in the next couple months. So you know we're in the the first batch of of folks going on. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. We just moved in. We just moved in May. 
Oh, so you don't live next to Doug Peterson? Well, I guess Doug Peterson doesn't live next to you anymore. Either, no, he, so. we, we both we both had our house on the market at the same time. Just his was up for, you know, about four or five times as much as my house. <laughs> so let's start 2021. I mean, the goal is to get to 3,000 customers by the end of the year. You know, big, big stretch goal. And we're looking for wormholes, meaning, you know, how you go through space in a straight line instead of having to go around. So, uh we need a wormhole to 3,000 customers, and that's going to come from partnerships with you know, developers, national home builders, uh, homeowners associations, and, and you know, any other innovative ideas that you guys email me or text me after you, med- after you meditate tomorrow. So just journal it. Anyway, finding, finding wormholes, but also you know, we're, we're getting out there, more podcasts, more, more Google, Facebook, YouTube ads, doing a series on YouTube about information public outreach, working with community groups and, and sustainability committees and, and town committees on letting them know what, what home grid is and, you know, how we can, you know, get as money folks, uh, you know, in the first couple of rounds. So 3000 customers by the end of this year, next year is another five to 7,000 customers. We'll continue to roll out additional capacity uh, hiring more customer service superstars. I mean, our first goal, like I've said over and over, is to be customer focused. So, you know, the more customers we have, the more customer service superstars we'll be bringing on, as well as our E3 or our construction managers. E3 is exceptional experience insured. So their goal is to make sure that every customer's experience is wonderful, that the contractors are doing a great job and that, you know, customers are, are happy and they're sticking to our process. So, you know, those guys get hired in the beginning of, of next year. And we just, we have a great expansion plan, both on our team. You know, our purpose is to improve the quality of life for our cust- our team, our customers and their communities. So it really, it starts with our team. And, uh, you know, we're building our team up more through the end of 21 into 22. And, you know, those new Blue Sky teammates are going to be able to serve more customers. So, it's a pretty specific detailed growth plan in terms of team, as well as ensuring exceptional customer experience. So that's what, what goes on 21, 22 and areas. So, you know, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware. And then, you know, we just expand out there from, you know, Maine to, to Virginia. And then from there, we're able to go to Southeast and Midwest. So like that. All right, real quick, for anybody that's listening to this, uh, developer, homeowners association, whoever else, and, and they think to themselves, you know what, that sounds like a fantastic idea. I'd like to know more about this and uh, connect with Ben Parby. How do they do so? Yeah, just uh, text me, 202-285-6931. Call me, 202-285-6931. Email us, you know, bparvey at Blue Sky Power. That's B-P-A-R-V-E-Y at blueskypower.com. Go to our website, blueskypower.com. Click on on home grid, go to, to early access and and register or go ahead and pre-order or do your deposit. We'll design your system and let you know when we schedule your install. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Ben Parvey. Great stuff from him as always. And of course, you can find all of the Green Insider episodes over at Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, eRenew.net, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, we drop this podcast every week. Got a brand new episode coming out next week and a very special guest that we've got coming on here in a couple weeks that we'll tell you about when the time comes comes but before we do all that we ask that if you do check us out on apple itunes we ask that you leave us a five-star rating why because we promise you learn more about renewable energy from the podcast than you knew about it before you stopped by this has been the green insider podcast powered by e-renewable we make going green easier